Battle buddies. buddies, yeah. I'm your dungeon master Cody, and I will be guiding us through the fourth episode of my arc of season two of the Battle Buddies. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice when people tell me what episode I'm on, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just in case I'm like, which one did I click? What episode are you on right now, listeners? The best episode, starring myself as dungeon master and Jet. Jet, just called me Jet. And I play Craig, the warlock, the the star of the show. And co-starring Steven. Hey, I'm Steven, and I play his book all. And boom mic'd by Richard. <laughs> Pretty much. Hi, everyone. Just happy to be here. <laughs> Just glad to be included. Who let him talk? <laughs> well, when you put him next to the microphone, it's going to happen. All right, now... Where you guys left off, you just woke up in a giant bed together. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. I don't so remember the huge accident. Oh, yeah, <laughs> this is what recaps are for. <laughs> this is why we do the recap. What happened last night? <laughs> you woke up in a giant bed together. Uh, you just got crommed again. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> and next to you, on the right side of the bed, lounging comfortably in a couch, is huge jacked man. And I believe he just said something along the lines of. We have work to do. It was cool. All right. That's what I remember. Yeah. It was cool. Whatever it was, mm-hmm. it was cool. That's kind of his MO. So he didn't wake us up. He let us wake up on our own. He, he, he Yes, he was very considerate. <laughs> <laughs> These boys need a full eight hours. <laughs> they all wake up at the same time. Oh, so that means we get a long rest <laughs> worth of stuff. You did get a long rest. Oh, yeah. Time to heal. Um, so yeah, what do you guys wake up and after he says that? Uh, you again hear that howl, that moan far off in the, the distance somewhere in the mansion, and the mansion shakes violently. I believe this happened before. Um, roll strength checks. All right. Most of us are all right at those. I used to be, but I still got a 17. I got a 15. I rolled an 18. Okay, cool. All of you guys managed to maintain your comfortable sleeping stance through the quakes. Our muscles tense, and we (laughs) prepare ourselves. And Huge says, yeah, that's been happening the whole time you guys have been asleep. If we don't take care of whatever's causing that soon, you'll have to sift through rubble to find your precious man gems. That sounds a bit easier, honestly. Hey, but then we could get out of here, right? Probably. Yeah. Because we're kind of trapped in here. Are we trapped? You know what? I didn't check the door. <laughs> let's let's not focus too hard on our motivations for being here or not. <laughs> I thought we were just here for an adventure. We're here to hunt monsters, and there's a big one up upstairs. Hey. Lucky for us, I managed to track down the source of this disturbance. Yes. My guess is right, and it always is. 
We've got a lycanthrope on our hands. Your guesses are always right. <laughs> That's impressive. That's very impressive. <laughs> How did you develop this skill? If, if my guesses pertaining to my profession of cryptozoological hunting... Hey, how many beans in this jar? <laughs> I hope we go up there and he's wrong. You've got to, you've got to contextualize it for me. If you put it in, the, how many beans did a Dracula put in this jar? I can tell you. <laughs> how many beans did a Dracula put in this jar? Well, I can tell you right now, no Dracula put any beans in that jar. That's fair. That's actually right. Well, could you please put down Bimsley's bedside <laughs> bean jar? <laughs> anyway, we got, we got to take care of this lycanthrope situation. Mm. Now come with me. I've tracked I've tracked the beast, but I haven't been able to get to it. I need your help. Uh, what kind of help? The beast is up behind a wall in the observatory, but I don't know how to get to it. And you guys watching you, you guys have been pretty good at solving weird, obscure puzzle shit. I mean, I did die four times. Yeah. See what I mean? You're willing to do whatever it takes to solve a puzzle. <laughs> We're willing to throw Craig at the problem until it's fixed. <laughs> that that level of commitment is exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> Let's go throw Craig at something. <laughs> All right. Uh, I get out of the bed. Oh. I get out of the bed, but I still am swaddled in the blanket. <laughs> Was I in the middle? You guys can decide that amongst yourselves. Do you want to be in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Cromwell is an experienced butler. He knows exactly how to do place settings. He probably seated you exactly where, like, according to politics and your internal relationships and stuff like that. Okay, so Craig was in a different bed. Oh, Mr. Bed. Craig shall have to go on the <laughs> left side. Craig was underneath the bed. <laughs> All right, I'm up. Yeah, we, we get out of bed. Let's do it. Yep. Still swaddled in the blanket, though. The moment you stand up, the bed comes alive and it's a cutscene battle. <laughs> Damn it. I shoot it with my ghost gun. Gatling gun the bed. I just I just slept in that bed. Yeah, it seems like the spectral activity has been increasing. I mean we're supposed to do a, a scene thing, right? I thought you shot it. Is this scene over? You did it. What do you what more do you want? Oh, okay, done. There we we go. did you it. You killed it. Who gets the ghost essence? <laughs> Who gets the ghost essence? Yeah. He Jackman, he takes it. He's, he thinks. He's very good at stealing it from us. <laughs> anyway, so when you guys get out of bed, the, another tremor happens. And yeah, it's a lot more aggressive than the previous ones. And you hear that 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 howl is getting even louder and more violent. All right, le- lead us to the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys um, exit into the hall outside of the room you're in. And you realize it's... It's a room that's in the opposite hall than the one you chased Cromwell down originally. And it's right near the, the entry hall as well. And so you, you, I think, I don't think you guys have actually gone, you, you went upstairs to check the safe once. Um, but Huge leads you upstairs. Like he starts guiding you to the, your left down the hall. And you see at the end of the hall, well, you hear, you can't really see very well because it's very dark, but you hear at the end of the hall, like, <laughs> I know that laugh anyway. <laughs> that distinctive number one best guy laugh. <laughs> and so yeah, you see Lawrence in the like lurking in the shadows at the end of the hall. Hey, hey Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Roll a perception check. Three. Ten. Oh, I got an eight. Okay, Richard, you notice within the shadows 
uh, when Lawrence turns to face you guys after you call out his name, uh, a vaguely humanoid-shaped shadow seems to recede back around a corner near where Lawrence is. You guys, I don't know how many humans are here, but I just saw someone. Lawrence drifts over to you guys, and he seems to be lazily floating around. And he says, the clue you seek, you already know. And now you have the place to go. And he gestures to a door. I open the door. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Don't do it. No, he says, like, no, it's all right. That's the, this is where we're going anyway. This is to the observatory. I okay. open the door. As long as Huge says it. And then Lawrence says, but one more clue to help you first with man's best friend who has been cursed. Biscuits? Yes. <laughs> I think we're talking about the But light. when you see him, do not judge, for every good boy deserves some fudge. Bogal gets out his notebook. <laughs> yes, Bogal does. And then, and then he he laughs, <laughs> and drifts down through the floor. Hey, Craig, do you happen to have any fudge? Uh, I got a cheese that has a chocolate basting. Do you have a fudge wallet? Craig, <laughs> <laughs> Craig, can we check your fudge flap? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> God damn it <laughs> So yes So he gestured towards a door To your immediate left Does, does Lawrence like uh, acknowledge Huge at all Like do they interact or Huge has just been standing perfectly still <laughs> Staring vacantly off in the middle distance Unmovingly while we take notes <laughs> Alright To the observatory To the observatory so yes, you open the door, um, and it opens to a very narrow uh, staircase that seems to go up multiple flights of stairs. And the whole time while you're climbing, you, you can hear the hollering and moaning getting louder, and the entire mansion is quivering and quaking, and it's difficult for you to maintain purchase onto the staircase. And when you finally get to the top, I imagine Huge Jackman is guiding you guys, so he, he goes through first. But he opens up a trap door, and behind that you discover a big uh, half-circular room with a, a dome of glass, and in the center is a giant telescope. The observatory. The observatory, if I've ever seen one. I begin to observe. <laughs> we observe the observatory. Uh, roll perception checks. Boom. 22. Goodness. Bogal observes everything. You discover a new planet. Uh, two. Uh, oh, mm, five. No, seven. You know what? We'll just work with Bogal's <laughs> role. You, you guys can take it easy. So, Bogal, I guess, is entranced by the observatory. And when you get in there, you look around and you, you notice... Well, first thing you notice is that, like, the south wall behind you, when you get up there, is where the source of the, the moaning and hollering is coming from. But there, there's like a bookcase between you and it. And a lot, of, but all the books have been like knocked off of this it. This bookcase appears to be moaning. Yes. <laughs> there's like a lot of broken glass and books all over the floor of the observatory and paintings that have been knocked off the wall. And when you look around and look at the paintings, you see that they're all seem to be either paintings of Bimsy's family members or bears basically <laughs> hard to tell sometimes or both <laughs> this one appears to be his grandfather <laughs> it's just a bear 
there's a lot of bookshelves all over the walls, and most of them seem to be about uh, the cosmos and stars and ast- astronomy. And But there is one book in particular that sticks out to you that is seated on a pedestal, and it is a very, very thick book. Ah, space, the sea of the sky. <laughs> and um, are you going to check out this yes. book, or what are you going to do? at the book. Okay, when you look at the book, you find that it's like a history of the Bimsley line. Mm. That's probably not important. <laughs> and it's not important. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely stands out. So, yeah, it just seems to be a lot of uh, illustrations of different members of Bimsley's family. If you go back far enough in the book, they actually it's just bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Bogal kind of like flips through the book briefly, but I don't, I don't know. And when you look at the cover of the book, you see the same coat of arms that you saw before um, of a bear supping on some tea. And the last thing you notice in the room next to the telescope are two giant uh, rotary dials that you, I guess, assume could control like the pitch and yaw of the telescope. I go up and enter my phone number. (laughs) Sorry, what? Into the, into the not dial. That, not that kind of dial. Not that kind of dial. He said a rotary <laughs> dial. Yeah. As in it rotates and it's a dial. I guess that's redundant. <laughs> <laughs> you find two cranks. How about that? Uh, I begin to crank it. <laughs> well, crank. That's a little inappropriate at this moment. Okay, so there's one. There's there's one where the crank is like pointing up and there's one where it's pointing out towards you guys. Which one do you crank, Craig? Uh, up. The one that's pointing up? Okay. As you do that, the entire room starts to rotate. Oh. Huh. You cranked it too hard, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Craig's a real professional at cranking it. <laughs> crank, uh, crank that back, though. This is probably part of the puzzle. Um, and I begin to continue to crank it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the room continues to rotate. Uh, All right, is... I don't think we can solve it like this, Craig. Okay, <laughs> I crank the one that goes side to side. You just crank it; it's not gonna solve anything. <laughs> okay, th- cranking uh, the one that's like perpendicular to the other one. Yeah, you, you crank the other crank when you turn it. The telescope changes like where it's pointing vertically, mm-hmm. and the other one is horizontally. Does, does it move like the room, like to where it's positioned a different horizontal? No. <laughs> the room tilts. <laughs> now, I'll give you guys a hint. One of the one of the previous clues will help you in this one. Yeah. Is it the, the take arms and wear it around you? Bogal's been staring at those coat of arms. He just doesn't know how to wear it around himself. He's taking this very literally. Guys, I think I need to wear this book. All right, you just got to swaddle it in the blanket and then strap it to yourself. He puts the book on his head. Um, I think I'm going to just look through the telescope. Uh, A perception check? Yeah, yeah. Try and do that through the telescope. And I just, I rolled a 19. Cool. Um, You see space, you see stars and planets and as you as Craig is spinning the dials, you see different constellations that stick out to you. 
the most notable one, of course, is the Twin Rivers constellation, which looks <laughs> almost exactly like you, Don. It's just Don's face. <laughs> the planet I came from. <laughs> Home. I know it. And you see all the old familiar constellations that you all know about in this world. And uh, Big Dripper. Well, at least the ones that are visible this time of year. And the planets that are in your solar system, which I'm assuming there are some. Mm-hmm. Some amount. <laughs> some, some amount of planets that may or may not be in the sky at this moment. As the world yeah. builds out. <laughs> we can always workshop that later. Some number between one and five moons. <laughs> <laughs> we all built that diorama in our public education. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, I too remember this diorama of the solar system. Um, but basically all you can gather is that the telescope functions as a telescope. I see. And you can see things through it. Hey, what? Hey, what was that clue? The the one from episode two about the arms. Um. So the clue was for clue number two, you must take arms and wear it around you, lest it cause you great harm. That's a slant rhyme for the children out there. Um. Can I see that book? Sure. I don't like books anyway. <laughs> I want to make an intelligence check to see if I can figure anything out about this. Like uh, history or arcana, something like that. Just do, just do intelligence. Okay. I got a f- f- six. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a book. <laughs> all right. It seems they were all bears. <laughs> I mean, you see what Bogal saw, which is you see... Like within the book, the contents, you know, Bimsley's lineage, his line going back to when they were bears. Uh, and on the cover, you see the coat of arms, which is a bear drinking tea. All right. I'll look through the telescope for a bear constellation. Crank it to the left. Crank. I'm going to crank it. You guys look through. Uh, Yeah. So the, all the while, while you're. Um, trying to solve this riddle and you're looking through the telescope and stuff like whatever is behind that wall is getting louder and more aggressive and you hear a huge jackman he's like we gotta we gotta hurry up it's gonna br- it, like it's gonna bring the walls down if we don't get in there and take care of it okay. is that a guess you know how accurate those are <laughs> <laughs> he's never wrong we better hurry, guys. And so, Jet, you want to look through the telescope? Yes. To find a bear constellation? Find a bear constellation. People start swinging it around. All right, so who's going to who's gonna man the cranks? I'll, I'll crank. Bogal hasn't cranked it in a while. And Craig, you're, okay. you're looking through it? <laughs> Roll a friendship alignment check. All right, I got a natural 20 friendship alignment. Oh, my oh, God. All natural 20s, yeah. wow. Uh yeah you you're you're not complete fools you managed to crank it <laughs> <laughs> crank it as a team yeah you guys work together to track down um a, a constellation depicting a frolicking bear <laughs> it's a very clear night so you can see the stars you can see all the detail of the constellation very clearly it's, it's a good like, thing there are no clouds tonight yeah no no clouds there were earlier but they're gone scared um, them away with all that howling yeah <laughs> Bimsley's observatory is. It got some sort of cloud dispersal spell. Whatever. <laughs> well, I don't care. Some magical bullshit. And it's so high up it's above the clouds. As you spin the spin the cranks and the room turns with them, uh when you land on the, the frolicking bear constellation, you hear a click 
behind you. And the constellation starts dancing. And the constellation lights and... up and comes to life. <laughs> yeah. And the giant spect- uh, a giant star bear lashes comes, out from comes space. Comes down to speak with us. You solved my riddle. <laughs> you have found the final man, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the stars turns pink, the color of the final man, Jim, and flutters down. <laughs> Is that legitimately? I don't know happens? what reality we are in anymore. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. That doesn't happen. Oh. Uh, when you hear that click and you look behind you, um, you see one of the bookshelves kind of pop out of the wall and slide over, revealing a secret door. <laughs> Of and when it happens, like the sound of whatever's behind there intensifies, and it sounds like whatever's back there is going absolutely fucking buck wild, ballistic, man. All right, exciting, huge. We solved your puzzle. So huge uh, approaches the door that's been revealed, and he, he uh, reaches his hand out to open. He's like, "All right, stand back, boys. You're not fit to tangle with the likes of this." And he pulls open the door. And out of the darkness rushes out at you a giant, like, absolutely ginormous figure. And it just fucking body slams huge Jackman clean across the room and out the window. Shit. (laughs) Huge. Um, And I I need you all to roll dex checks. Okay. Because you were standing behind huge at the time, I assume. Hey, 19. Nat 20. Beep, 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 beep. 21 total. Jesus Christ. We just yeah. all did flips out of the way. <laughs> yeah, you guys. I mean, Don, with your nat 20, you can try to prevent Hugh Jackman from getting flung out the window. I, like, dive towards the window and, like, reach my uh, <laughs> saxophone out for him to grab. <laughs> <laughs> grab onto this. Right, <laughs> it's the sturdiest thing I have. <laughs> Alright, let's see if Huge has the wherewithal to grab that sax. Grab that sax. <laughs> Don't grab the sax. <laughs> he does not. Huge. He's like, why is it so wet? <laughs> uh, spit. It's spit. <laughs> you guys are one. <laughs> oh! You gotta use your mouth to run this one. <laughs> and you see, when he gets flung out the window... Uh, a giant bat creature catch him in the sky and then another one shows up and they both try to tear him in half Jesus <laughs> and, then, and then a giant alligator monster jumps up and eats them both there's there's always a bigger fish <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding he just flies off into the darkness and you don't see where he's gone <laughs> Jesus wait did the bat take him or did he actually just fall he just fell I was just trying to do that. There's that part from Jurassic World where the pterodactyls try to tear that woman in half. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that part? That was messed up. <laughs> and then you see Jimmy Buffett run by the camera with two margaritas. Yeah. <laughs> Margaritaville. Like, you gotta just show something traumatic and then balance it out. <laughs> um. So anyway, after the shock of... My favorite, most interesting yeah, character. Happened? Did the lycanthrope uh, go down with him, or no? It's it's still there. He just oh. slammed him through the window. It just threw him through the window. It just threw him through the window. Yeah. Okay, I thought it went out with him. No, it body checked him and just knocked him across the room. Okay, the bogal's not so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it stands there looking confused for a second, and in that moment, you can get a good look at it. And I'll have to let you guys know. 
not to ruin your image of Hugh Jackman or anything, but his guess was wrong. Mm. No. <laughs> what is it? He died without knowing he was wrong. I don't know. You're. Uh, it's a giant man. A giant, very naked, angry man. <laughs> Who is howling and moaning? <laughs> yes. You know, sometimes I feel that way too. Like, mm. really, just truly ginormous man. And he seems to have, like, a, a weird, faint spectral energy coming off of him. I pull out my fairy wand. But I want you all to roll perception checks. Four. Fifteen. Nineteen. Okay, Don and Bogal, you notice that this man, this giant naked man, is extremely well endowed. <laughs> <laughs> and in addition to that, uh, he's wearing what looks to be uh, like a leather choker, like a collar around his neck. And you can tell that he's got something kind of pink and glowy in his mouth. Listen, what Bimsley does in his observatory is his business. <laughs> <laughs> like we're all we're all open about our sexualities here. <laughs> and he like sprints off, like dives headfirst down the trap door. I yell out, "Man, Jim!" All right, uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna cast. Can I cast a spell on this man? Yeah, you can try. All right. Uh, oh, and also you notice that in the room that he burst out of, it's like torn to fucking pieces, man. There's just like the walls have been clawed up. Um, there are bite marks all over the place. You see like confusingly dog prints and footprints all over the place. And in the center, it looks like there is a pillow that looks like it would be the perfect place where a man gym would rest. Make a constitution saving throw. That is a 17. Alright, he succeeds. He's just going to take half damage. What'd you do to this poor man? <laughs> I may have cast blight on him. Absorbing is... the moisture of him. What? Sorry, what? Can you cast on my saxophone too? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 22 damage. Okay, the man whimpers out in pain. Oh. <laughs> And sprints off even faster because he's scared now. Craig, I don't think that guy was bad. Well, he did just throw a man out a window. <laughs> he was so... certainly dangerous. <laughs> Those are all good points. Though, I think. <laughs> you did the safe thing. It wasn't the right thing, though. Uh, he He's less moist now, so... <laughs> we'll be able to grab him. He was him. very sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> and he was panting heavily with his tongue out of his mouth. I'm going to cast uh, cast detect thoughts on this creature. Okay, that's interesting. So you can focus your mind on any one creature that you can see within thirty feet of you. If you crag accidentally intercepts this, <laughs> <laughs> if the creature you choose has an intelligence of three or lower, doesn't speak any language, the creature is unaffected. Um, the creature is unaffected. Damn it! What? Crag, crag is not affected. <laughs> Uh, Bogal, what spell are you going to cast? Um, Bogal tries to use his fairy wand. That's all I got. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, you can, like, it's rushing its way down the stairway, so you're going to have to chase it yeah, if you want to do, do that. Yeah, I'll do it. Bogal chase. Okay, cool. I don't want I don't want to do initiative yet. 
So we're just going to have, I'm going to have you guys roll dex checks to see how well you can like keep up with this thing. Sounds good. Five. 17. I just need to make other people roll saves. I think that's the only way I'm going to be a functional person this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Don? 10. So Bogal's leading the charge. You're able to uh, keep a a line of sight on this thing. Um, So while you're chasing, you're going to try to like lash out with your your uh, yes. fairy wand. I will wand him. Okay, cool. Um, so when you do, you haven't used this yet, right? Nope. I'm gonna try and get him in the legs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, you swing, you like pull back and swing to cast out your fairy wand, and it gl- it like pulses and glows with immense energy Whoa. and power, and out of it blasts a giant star shaped beam of spectral energy thundercats and it goes like straight through the creature but it seems to like as it does to like siphon some of the spectral energy out of it and he seems to like shrink in size a little Mm. bit he's part ghost if we absorb all the moisture and spectral energy we can beat him (laughs) (laughs) the moisture's god man (laughs) maybe for him We're very moist. Uh, so, Bogal, you're able to chase this thing, and like it, it runs all the way to the back of the mansion, where it like bursts out of giant door. Doesn't destroy the doors; it just bursts out of them. They're not destroyed though, and into like the the backyard area. I don't know what they call that for mansions. I'm not a rich person. Garden. The garden. Yeah. It bursts into the garden. Oh, I guess we can leave this place. (laughs) Ah, we're not trapped. And you notice the garden is, like, caged. (laughs) (laughs) Barred in, and it's attached to the mansion. (laughs) It leads you on a merry chase for a while, and you see it rush off. There's, like, a building nearby on the far end of the garden, and it's, like, rushed off over towards there, and it's kind of, like circling that area right now like he seems to have finally stopped and he's like maybe eating something or drinking just sort of chilling out at that building i grab out uh some cheese from my cheese pocket and i begin just for a snack no i begin to approach him holding out some cheese oh no kayak's gonna get his hand bit off when you guys approach the building you hear a lot of barking and growling and whining it's coming from both him and also inside the building. There's it's a it's a very open building, and you can see that there's like a bunch of kennels in there with dogs. And in front of the building, uh, so the, so the dog actually went in there. Not the dog, sorry. Uh, so the creature actually went inside the building, and did I just blast the dog? Person, well, you blasted the good guy. We're not supposed to judge. <laughs> Here, have some fudge. So you see the creature go into the building, and when you approach it, you, yeah, you re- basically realize it's a it's a kennels. This guy's this guy's a dog, but he appeared to be a man. Yeah, he's a man. Dog. Seems like a a man dog. Uh, You're the man now, it dog. It is a curse. <laughs> it is a curse to be a man. All right, uh, would you like some cheese? <laughs> uh, so when you approach the the kennels and it smells you it starts going ballistic again and it's got a lot of weight to throw around and it starts thrashing and i'd roll a dex check uh how about a 14 how does that grab you 
17. Uh, okay, cool. You're all able to avoid its plainly limbs, um, but roll initiative. And roll some animal handling. Uh, three. Six. I'm on fire today. 21. Like, I switched to the real dice. Much better. <laughs> so after it lashes out, uh, Don, it's your turn. Um, guys, we gotta remember the clue that it's like, so this guy's been cursed, or this dog, and don't judge him. Nobody judge him. I've judged him this entire and- time. <laughs> <laughs> and when you look around the kennels, like, in front of it are five statues. Oh, uh, I'm gonna do a perception check, like, towards those, or okay. investigation. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's nine. Well, I mean, you, you're there, so you can see them. Uh, you can't get any specific details about them, really. But you see five statues, but the statues are very peculiar. They're headless. It's just the bodies of statues, and all of them seem to be holding up a different instrument. Ah, the headless band. We must make them play fudge. The fudge song. <laughs> that fudge, 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 fudge. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that fudge. All right, so Don, it is your turn, though. Let's start playing the fudge <laughs> song. Just see if it works. <laughs> so you pull out your saxophone and start playing the old children's fudge song that we all know? Yeah. Performance check. Okay, Don, play the fudge song. And everyone sing it together. I got... We all know it. <laughs> I got an 18. Uh, uh. Oh wait! So, wait, no, it's not your turn, Don's. It's uh, turn. Don's turn. I was joking about everyone singing it together. <laughs> you can sing if you want, Craig. I guess as a free action, I'll allow you guys to join Don in the song. But Richard actually has to make up lyrics to this song. <laughs> I'm just gonna steal that song and just put fudge. In fudge, 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 fudge. That fudge, 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 fudge. I like it when the fudge. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, 16. So as you play and sing, the dog kind of like moans and growls and tries to match the music again. But it seems to just get angrier and more upset. And it's sweating again, so it's it's moist. It's wet again. I'll have to cast that moisture killing spell again. <laughs> oh, I played the song perfectly, guys, so oh, I damn. don't... <laughs> Okay, I thought all of you guys, I thought, knew a little bit about music, so I'll give you a hint. Every good boy deserves fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yep. Yeah, okay. Like, I know that, but does Don... <laughs> Don's a bard! <laughs> well, God definitely doesn't. Uh, we gotta hit the F note. The, uh, dude, us... Mm? Bogol, Craig... You guys know that every good boy deserves fudge. Like the, the uh... you guys know that every good boy deserves fudge. <laughs> yes. I really enjoy fudge. I've been trying to give fudge to these good boys for several minutes now. It's uh, the trick to remember the notes on the scale. Notes. Um, I think on the treble clef, maybe. Uh, well, Don, you just did your performance check, so it's the creature's turn. And since it's scared at you guys, it lashes out. And since you are aggravating it with your music, it, it attacks you. <laughs> oh, fudge. <laughs> And misses. <laughs> no, I want it to hit. It hits you. <laughs> it lashes out and it hits you, Don. One of my enemies hit you, alright? Whoa. <laughs> this is what pain feels like. 
<laughs> and it does seven points of damage and knocks you back ten feet. Uh, uh, and now it's Bulgal's turn. Um, and Bulgal, remember when you used your ghost weapon, it did sap some of its mental that's energy. Oh, yeah, I think I'll do that again. Because, I mean, Bogal thinks back to his time in public education. And he remembers something about good boys and fudge, but... They <laughs> call him a good boy in public. <laughs> he was, he was, Here's he was confused. He, he was just thinking about fudge the whole day and that's in school. So, uh, he's gonna, I think he's gonna reload the fairy wand and shoot him again. Okay. <laughs> reload. <laughs> okay. You cock the fairy mm-hmm. wand. And I fire. Uh, I guess that's probably an attack roll. 18. Yeah, it's it's plus ghost. 18. Uh, it hits. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. What's the damage on a fairy beam? Star beam. Um, it doesn't appear to harm the creature mm. at all. I hit you. Again, it goes clean through, and as it as it goes through, uh, the the wild mangy man, uh, it seems to take with it some of the spectral energy, and the creature shrinks in size a little bit taste my fudge good boy (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i'm i'm good (laughs) all right it's a tough act to follow craig it's your turn uh i'm gonna cast charm monster make a wisdom is that a thing yeah it is (laughs) charm monster yeah uh, make a wisdom this made up. saving throw. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it's a level. I'm gonna cast calm <laughs> giant man. <laughs> no, it's a it's a fourth level warlock spell. Okay, go for it. I mean, you gotta make a. Uh, let me see. Is it? Oh, I'll go for it. You're gonna make a save. I don't know what type. I think it's wisdom, charm monster. Um. Wisdom. Yeah, so it rolls an 18. Well, then that's I'm done. That's my turn. Okay, Don, it's your turn again. You messed up your fake spell. I'm going to do an investigation check again. Oh, these statues, these. Okay. 18 this time. Cool. Um, yes, you notice that the statues, each one, uh, is holding down a specific note on the instrument they're holding. So one is holding down E, one is G, one is B. One is D, and one is F. Uh, I don't know. Can I look at the F statue more? Is there anything I like? Anything I can push on it, or, or do I waste my um, action? No, the investigation wasn't your action. Oh, okay. So, yeah, if you want, you can put your mouth on the instrument or whatever you want to do. <laughs> you guys, I'm going to break my one rule. <laughs> <laughs> I was very hesitant about playing that random stranger's instrument the ghost saxophone there's some but... mouth sanitizer like in a cup mm-hmm. oh, okay <laughs> like wait there's like a spray bottle of mouth sanitizer wipe it off when you're done <laughs> so i try and uh, blow into this instrument i put my mouth on it okay when you blow down it plays a really really loud f note and all the dogs in the kennel start like trying to match it, and they start going ballistic. And the big man like grabs its head and like 
hollers out trying to match it as well, but it, it doesn't appear to do anything except piss him off even more. Oh. And since you're the one who's pissing it off again on Rascal's turn, it kicks at you. <laughs> Don's the tank. Yeah. And it rolls a nat 20. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have forced it to hit you last time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I had a nat 20 in the holster. I'm, like, still blowing on it, like, when he kicks me. <laughs> you take 12 damage, and you get knocked back 10 feet. Ow. And it knocks your ability to play music out of you. No. <laughs> no. My teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your turn, Bogo. Um, well, I shot him a couple times. I'm going to try and help Don, I think. Okay. That seemed to be doing something. No, kill it. <laughs> um, so I'll go help I'll go help Don up and try to figure out what the hell he was doing. Don, I've been trying to give these good boys fudge. I don't know. Yeah, I made the mistake of just just fudge, but I think there's an order. They might be you have to play the instruments in the order, all the notes this time, Bogal. I can't do it anymore. I've lost the <laughs> <laughs> It's up to you. It's up to you, uh, Bogo. All right, I'll I'll look at and I'll try to find the E. Bogo knows how to knows how to spell every. Okay, but do you recognize an E on an instrument? I love I love that is like a really hard musical thing to do, like on five different <laughs> instruments, several different instruments. Um, let's see. I rolled a sixteen to trying to figure out if I can recognize an E. Yeah, uh, your gut guides you to the correct This instrument. one, I know it. This feels like an E. Mm, it's got <laughs> E energy. Big E energy. Got big E energy. Yes. <laughs> um, Bogal attempts to play the instrument. <laughs> well, fortunately the note's held down, so it doesn't take there much. There we go. You just have to make sure you blow instead of suck on it. Ah, uh, Bogal blows. <laughs> I'll do that. Uh, yeah. So when you when you when you blow the E, uh, yeah, it plays a loud E note, and all the hounds start barking, uh, trying to match it. But the the giant creature doesn't freak out. It it seems to like I don't know how to say it. It's, it doesn't quite calm down, but it the big creature seems to re- respond positively to this. How about that? Yes, that's a good boy. <laughs> The big creature's like nodding along to the music. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nice. More of that. But as soon... Okay, the creature seems to respond positively to it, but as soon as the note stops, it starts rampaging again. I head to the G. And then do a performance check. Uh, Do a check to see if you can find the G. Or Don, you could point it out to him. I don't know what you want to do. And then you don't have to do performance. It's just blowing, so... It's the... It's the trombone. <laughs> I head to the trombone. You go to the one of the five trombones. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> the, uh, I roll a seven intelligence check <laughs> to see if you understand what Don told you. <laughs> oh, okay. I head to the right trombone. <laughs> you head to the one Don points out. Okay. <laughs> and then I blow. Okay, you blow. Yes. And it plays a G, and again, all the dogs try to match it, and the creature responds positively, and then starts freaking out again after it stops. All right, nice. Don's turn. Get that D. B. D. 
<laughs> that D. It's boy time. It's boy time. It's, yeah, it is boy time. I play the B. I I know immediately the B. Cool. Yeah, you play it. The creature. I, I again, the same thing happens. I don't want to repeat it every time. Oh no! The I know what's gonna happen. The creature. I, why am I the last one to play? No, it's gonna kick me <laughs> in the face again. <laughs> <laughs> and the creature, after it's calm for a second, when it starts to freak out again, it lashes out at you. <laughs> That's what you get for rolling high on your uh, initiative. Initiative. Never take the initiative. Uh, it hits. Well. <laughs> Don's been hit three times now. You take five damage. <laughs> Don is knocked back ten feet. <laughs> and I think it's safe to assume that Bogal plays yes. Uh, uh, the D. Oh yeah, he plays that D. What's the most phallic shaped instrument? Whatever that is, is the D. Uh, I think a flute. The oboe. <laughs> <laughs> the dick mean, flute. <laughs> yeah, they're really all kind of phallic. If yeah. you think about them. It's the cock and balls <laughs> flute. <laughs> uh, and then Craig plays the F. I get some F. And when you do, all of the dogs, including the and the giant creature, uh, the giant creature stretches and yawns and kind of spins around in a circle and then curls up and goes to sleep. And all the dogs in the kennels do the same thing. Nice. We did it. Good job, guys. Now to collect that man, Jim. We gave them fudge. <laughs> All right, now one of you help me up. <laughs> I I help him up. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's quickly get that Jim before Cromwell shows up. <laughs> yeah. Let's act immediately this time. <laughs> okay, so you approach the giant creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the man gem is in the creature's mouth. All right, who's who's gonna I'm grab gonna it? Put some cheese next to his mouth. <laughs> what? And then quickly replace Man. the gem. Oh, cheese. Indiana Jones bag of sand. <laughs> I'm Indiana Jones again. All right, you feel emanating off of the gem a very manly aura, and uh, yeah, you. Roll a dex check to see if you can... Or slide a hand. Roll a slide a hand check to see if you can Indiana Jones the cheese oh, man. into the dog's mouth and take the gem. I got a 14. Cool. You do it. And also while you're down there, you see on the collar, rascal. Aww. <laughs> and when as soon as you remove the gem from the dog's mouth, it slowly changes back into the most beautiful golden retriever you've ever seen i'm sorry i cast blight on you <laughs> the most beautiful slightly singed golden retriever you've ever seen Aww. but it's still kind of big it seems to have a little bit of ghost energy in it still that's fine good good dog blast it which i like i can just say you guys could probably use one of your instruments or something to siphon it out one of your weapons dibs i i shot it twice Got the man jim i get dibs <laughs> crack i don't know crack called dibs though yeah that's how it works in my land. And as you guys are leaning over the dog, like getting the gem and arguing over which one of you is going to suck out the ghosts from it, <laughs> uh, you hear a like a timer go off, like a ding, 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 ding. And uh, you hear like I don't, a sound like a, a bunch of rocks and stuff like funneling through like tubes. 
and you see in the kennels like a lot of like dog food seems to pour down into a big trough in front of the kennels and all the kennel doors uh pull open Uh-oh. and at that all the dogs wake up and they just go and eat and <laughs> the dog you're hanging out with he gets up and goes and eats too oh it's well, just a good scene a good, it's a good scene they get fed the dog doesn't turn into a man anymore it's a reverse lycanthrope and there must be like i'm sort like 200 dogs there there's a lot of dogs this is awesome yeah i go and, and cuddle yeah. with a dog we, we're not <laughs> leaving this is where we live now <laughs> where's biscuits, so you guys, biscuits yeah you guys can take like a short west rest and just hang out with these dogs if you want cool hell yeah but does craig get like a manly trait added as he's holding this gym uh yeah, he's going to need his inseam uh, taken down a bit. Mm. That's a joke. He's <laughs> He seems to respect you more, because that's what real men do. <laughs> that doesn't sound like that. <laughs> that's the man gem of respect. He's... They all have a different manly trait. It's like, it's like the Infinity Stones. He still insults me, but I don't feel as bad afterwards. Craig, you should respect me and let me take that ghost image. And so while you guys are all uh, hanging out with these dogs and petting them and whatever, you suddenly at one point hear a piercing whistle coming from the mansion. And all the dogs run off? All the dogs start to run around like crazy. And they're like they're like bumping into you and tumbling all over the place. And then they all run towards uh, the door that you came through from the mansion. Can we, like, run with them and follow the herd? Uh, you can try. It's kind of difficult. You would all have to roll dex checks to see because they're, like, they're running all over the place and bumping into you and knocking I you over and stuff. I rolled a 21. <laughs> okay, Bogal's able to run, over, run with them. <laughs> Don gets trampled. <laughs> Greg? I got an 18. To okay. I, cool. I gallop next to him. I'm still swaddled in a blanket. <laughs> I gallop. <laughs> Craig runs on all fours And so while you guys are running You notice that there's There's another naked man running ahead of you guys And Craig realizes In all the commotion with all the dogs and everything That he is no longer holding on to the pink man Cromwell uh... He feels less Less respectful All of a sudden We crommed ourselves that time <laughs> Yeah. And all the dogs Rush through A dog door on the uh, the doors leading into the estate. I think Bogal just I think Bogal just hits the wall. <laughs> you hit the wall. And when you hit the wall, wall, you hit it with such force that it shakes loose a knife that was stuck in there. Oh. And under the knife is a note. <laughs> <laughs> What's it say, Bogal? I I read it. It says, "My dearest guests, <laughs> Rest assured, the third and final man gem is in good hands and will soon be returned to Mr. Bimsley. And now that they have all been retrieved, you may take your leave. Thank you again for your assistance in tracking them down. Yours truly, Crom. Didn't say anything about a reward there. Yeah, we're supposed to get a reward here. <laughs> <laughs> so that door is locked. You can't open that door. No. And that and the dog door is locked locked too. Damn. So we're stuck in the garden? Yes. But you notice that there is an open window nearby. <laughs> How high up? Uh if you get on Bogal's shoulders you can reach it, Don. 
Bogal, boost me. I'll go and lock the door. I'll assume the lifting position. You, know, you kind of like crouch down and put your hands together. Assume the position. I'm gonna boost boost this boy. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. So Don, when you're boosted, uh, you can pull yourself up onto the window ledge, and mm-hmm. uh, when you look over into the room, you see a nice, well furnished study, and there's a fire blazing in the fireplace, and there's a man seated in a chair near the fireplace, and. You make a little noise while you're climbing up the window so the man in the chair turns towards you and you see a very walrus-shaped visage. Mm. And the man says, I was wondering where you boys got off to. Bimsley. Bimsley. And that's going to be the end of the episode. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Another incredible, mind-blowing episode of your favorite show, battle buddies um it's certainly at least better than the last season of game of thrones you got to give it that thank you so much for listening we really appreciate all the support every single one of you who has put our voices into your ear canals it means the world to us you can't even imagine and it also means the world to us that caitlin conroy a good personal friend of the show created such an incredible theme song for it because she is such a wonderful musician, and you should go check out the rest of her music because it's really, really, really good. Not quite as good as the theme song. She kind of outdid herself there. It's top head, cream of the crop. But that's just what happens when you make the best song of all time ever. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for going to check out the website right now, radbotproductions.com. I'll wait. There you'll find all of our episodes and accompanying art for the episodes and the other shows that we're working on and whatever other Radbot production projects we might have in the mix. And I'm going to thank you again for going to check out the Facebook or the Instagram or any of our other social accounts and liking, subscribing, following, commenting, all of that jazz. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing this show with your friends, telling your mom about it. I'm sure she she could use some more battle buddies in her life. Who couldn't? Anyway, look forward to hearing more from us in two weeks on Wednesday, June 26th. 6th. See you then.